I want you to think of the last time you really waited for something. Like, like really, really had to wait for something that you were excited about. It might be something easy to remember. It might be something difficult. Because let's be honest, in 21st century America, we have done our best to try to eliminate waiting from our lives. Our world has no need of waiting and sitting around. It moves too fast. We have a culture of instant gratification. If the security line at the airport is too slow for you, go get TSA Pre. And if TSA Pre is somehow still too slow for you, go get Clear or whatever they have at the big airports now. If you don't like waiting to get a haircut at Great Clips, you can check in online and skip the line when you get there. Two-day shipping from Amazon is nice, but they're working on one-day shipping because apparently two-day shipping is too slow for people. Even the DMV, that, that will probably never get better. That's like the seventh circle of hell. <laughs> but even, even some of the DMVs, you can check in now and avoid some of, not all, some of the waits at the DMV. We do all we can to eliminate waiting from our lives at any and all costs. As the great 20th century theologian Tom Petty would say, you take it on faith, you take it to the heart, the waiting is the hardest part. Great theologian, Tom Petty. <laughs> this season of Advent, however, God calls us to enter into waiting, to embrace waiting. Waiting is now somehow foreign to us, though. We, it can be hard for us to see how waiting can benefit us. So that's no surprise why Advent is ignored by so many people. It is an adjustment from a world trying to eliminate waiting into a season that is all about it. We have forgotten Advent because we don't want it anymore. We no longer want to wait, therefore we have no need for Advent. Yet we must embrace waiting, brothers and sisters, as something that is holy, something that is nurturing, for our souls. Our waiting during this season of Advent is not waiting for the birth of a baby in Bethlehem in the West Bank, although we commemorate that every year. No, our waiting that you and I are called to enter into is waiting for Christ to come at the end of time or at the end of our lives. All of the waiting of the Old Testament for the Savior, for the Christ child, and even the early parts of that nativity story, all of that waiting foreshadows our waiting for Christ to come at the end of time. So that's why the readings at the beginning of Advent actually don't talk about the nativity. You don't, we didn't get Angel Gabriel coming to visit Mary. No, we got readings today about Jesus telling us to be prepared for the end of time rather than his birth, because that is the waiting that you and I are called to enter into this season. These readings teach us how to wait. We often think, though, of waiting for Christ and his second coming as a very passive thing, like sitting at the DMV with nothing to do, and we just don't really do anything. We just sit there we twiddle our thumbs. There's not much to it. It doesn't require any effort on our part. We just have to be present, sit there, and wait, and it's really, really boring. But this is wrong. Waiting for Christ is not a passive state of existence. No, waiting for Christ demands our full 
and undivided attention. It is a very active thing to wait for Christ. It means putting aside sinful desires, as St. Paul alluded to in our first reading, casting off works of darkness and putting on the armor of light. That is what waiting for Christ means. In our opening collect, we pray that we would have the resolve to run forth to meet Christ with righteous deeds. That's what it means to have a soul that is waiting and ready for Jesus. To have righteous deeds on our soul, ready for Christ. Now, actively waiting for Christ is not easy. It's probably another reason why our world has no time for Advent, because waiting for Christ means amending our lives and changing things that need to be changed so that we can be ready for Him. And our world sort of wants all the gratification of Christmas, but without all the work of waiting for Jesus. We must wait in anticipation of what is to come, but we also must put ourselves in a position to receive Christ best when he does come. So just as we prepare our souls to receive communion every time we we come to Mass, being free from serious sin, and if we have serious sin in our soul, then going to confession, just as we prepare our souls for that, we should prepare ourselves for Christmas. And if we can prepare our souls for Christmas, then we have a better chance of preparing our souls for Christ's second coming or the end of our lives. So if we want to wait well this Advent, I'll offer you one suggestion. Look at a sinful tendency in your life, or maybe even just a morally neutral habit that keeps you away from God, and see what you can do to maybe try to get rid of that habit during the course of this season. Or maybe try to work on a good habit that you want to reinforce. That will help us to be ready to put on Christ. The more we conform ourselves to Him, the more we put on Christ and are ready and waiting for Him. So let us put on Christ this Advent. Let's wait for Him with anticipation and with hope to prepare for God to dwell among us and prepare our hearts for Christmas so that we can be ready for Him when He comes again.